Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Banshees of Inishirin is a movie I am talking about in this episode. Came out this year, the year 2022. This is a movie written and directed by Martin McDonough. Uh, somebody who wrote and directed movies like the uh, In Bruges that is also has similar stars, same stars as this movie, uh, as well as Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and Seven Psychopaths. I uh, am a fan of his movies, it, it, despite the fact that when I saw In Bruges back in 2008 was wasn't necessarily a movie i really enjoyed but after watching this after finding out that he is responsible for other movies that i really enjoyed i would love to go back and rewatch uh, in bruges especially after watching this one which i absolutely love this movie it is starring uh, colin farrell and brendan gleason that is the same duo that was the headliners for in bruges uh, and uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie. It is a dark comedy. Uh, it takes place in the year, I believe, the like 1920s, somewhere around there, 1920s, 1930s. Uh, so early 1900s uh, on an island, which I believe is a fictional island called Inishirin, which is a island uh, associated with uh, Ireland, I believe. And it's, it's a small little village town. Not very many people live on this island. Uh, and these two people, Colin Farrell's character and Brendan Gleeson's character, uh, are falling out of a friendship. But it starts off as kind of a one-sided thing, which is an interesting topic to have in a movie. The, the topic of friends breaking up with each other. Because generally, uh, with friendships, you don't really break up in the same way you would in a relationship. Uh, generally, friendships just kind of, people just kind of fade away. They do different things. And uh, this movie, because they are in a small town, because they're on an island, it's not a situation where they can kind of just, you know, go in different directions. There's only one pub. That they, that they can go to, and they both enjoy drinking. So it's not a situation where you can kind of just go your separate ways, and it's a situation where Calm, which is Brennan Gleason's character, is trying to no longer be friends with Colin Farrell's character, uh, Patrick. I, I may be pronouncing those names wrong, but, uh, and, you know, Patrick's kind of confused. He is confused why... Uh, he wants to, his friend wants to no longer be friends. He doesn't understand it. And we find out why. And we find out the lengths to which uh, Calm will uh, prevent that from happening. Uh, specifically self-harm in order to stop it from happening. Which is, it's, you know, part of the dark humor charm of this movie, I would say. Uh, which, if you're a fan of dark humor, I love Colin Farrell in like these dark comedy movies. Whether it's this movie or like The Lobster, um, I'm sure there's other ones that I'm not thinking of, but I do enjoy him in these roles, doing these dark comedies. Uh, 
I think he's great. I enjoy his character. I enjoy both of these characters. Uh, I, I loved watching this movie. It was a lot of fun to watch. And, uh, you know, it's it, a very interesting topic to discuss because, you know, like I said, most friendships, you don't have to deal with this. And, you know, I specifically, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people actually, after the past few years dealing with the person that w used to be our president, dealing with the pandemic that we had, uh, really seeing a lot of people in this country leaning in to their beliefs in a way and uh in a lot of instances being really disgusting about it and causing you know a need for people to maybe part ways with people they used to consider friends i know myself uh have kind of been distancing my i don't really close with any of my past friends not that i've necessarily broken up with them but there's definitely people that I used to consider to be friends, that I have I have no desire to be friends with uh, anymore. Mostly because those people turned into trolls and are like their whole personality are like conservative memes and conspiracy theories. And, you know, I just, I've been cutting what what the last presidency and the pandemic has taught me is to cut people out of my life that are toxic or if they're people that I, you know, that live in a different reality. Uh, and of course those people will cry and like, enjoy your echo chamber. It's like the reality that I live in has enough diversity and nuance to where I disagree with a lot of people that I'm still friends with, but at least we're starting on the same reality plane right it's not necessarily an echo chamber if we at least agree that we're living in the same reality where so many people are living in a completely different reality and uh, you know have basically turned their entire personality into being trolls so watching this movie is an interesting kind of representation of what that has kind of been, even though Patrick isn't necessarily a troll. But I do relate to Calm. Calm, the, his intentions, I guess I'm going to be spoiling aspects of this movie. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled, I, I'm not going to do major spoilers. It is a fun movie, a funny movie, dark comedy, and all of that. So if, if that sounds like something that you would be into, then I would highly recommend checking it out. I watched it on... I believe HBO Max. Uh, but the calm character played by Brandon Gleason, I relate to a lot. He's somebody that is cutting out distractions in order to focus on his art. Basically. Right? Which is exactly what I've been doing over the years. I don't have any really social life of any kind. I don't have... I'm not close. I don't. I don't participate in social activities like I used to uh, for many years because I've been focused on uh, my art and podcasting and trying to make a living, surviving, doing these things. And in a lot of ways, friendships are a form of distraction that keep me from doing those things and. 
for me specifically, anytime anything's taking me away from it, whether it's spending and not always, sometimes I'll, you know, spend time with people and enjoy, you know, take moments of a break from my work. But for the most part, I can't like in most situations, I can't have fun. I can't fully relax or enjoy myself because I feel like I should be spending my time trying to improve and and myself and the things I'm working on. And uh, for a lot of the same reasons that Calm wants to, he's like his whole idea is that like he wants to be remembered. Right. Because nobody's going to remember the conversations you have with your friends like those things end up fading away in time. They die with your friends. But if you leave behind uh, works of art in Calm's situation, leaving behind music in my situation, a bunch of podcasts and and paintings. But it's like I'm creating things in a way that are going to last longer than me that are going to last and survive longer than me and hopefully people will enjoy them and it will be something that i and a lot of people kind of have that same feeling when they have kids i have no desire to have kids really i wish if i didn't know there were like step siblings in this world i would love to know have the knowledge that i am ending the bloodline that i come from right i'm not a big fan of my family have really no connection with anybody in my family and have no desire to pass that on <laughs> in any way um but i do that in my own way creating art and in calm that is what he wants to do he that is why he essentially is breaking up with patrick because he wants to focus on creating music and he's able to have that creative productivity not being having just pointless conversations with patrick and let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates if you want to purchase artwork for somebody you have an art lover in your life and you think they would like my art but you don't know what painting to get them i have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store along with shirts and prints and other things so i can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else give them the gift certificate and then they can go to my website inspiredisorder.com and they can buy whatever paintings they want they can buy whatever prints they want they can buy t-shirts they can buy hats they can buy all the different merch gift certificates which are available currently at inspiredisorder.com and now let's get back to the show on the flip side you have this guy whose friend all of a sudden doesn't want to be friends anymore from not wanting to sit with him at the bar to not wanting him to come over, not wanting to have chats, despite the fact that you see Calm still having compassion for him. There's a scene where he gets knocked out and Calm like helps him into his cart and gets him back home, right? It's not that he just doesn't care about him anymore, but he doesn't want to allow himself to be distracted by this guy who he feels is wasting his time taking up time that he could better spend whether i mean it's 100 percent selfish but at the same time it's okay to be selfish sometimes 
It's okay. Sometimes, right? Obviously, he's not completely uncaring about this person that used to be his friend, but he is dedicated to his work, which I don't know. I have respect with that. And uh, but it gets to a point where he has he gives him an ultimatum, right? Because Patrick just won't listen. He's trying to find different ways to become friends again, like adding pressure, which I know when the more people try to be friends with me, even if, especially if like we're not friends already, like people wanting to be new friends with me, the more pressure they put on that, the less I want to be friends. <laughs> like I, I'm not like, I, I don't know. I pressure people like putting pressure on me to do something does the complete opposite for me. The more somebody wants me to do something, the less I want to do it. Um, and that's kind of what Patrick is, right? I, In so many ways, I relate to Calm. And also, you know, kind of the drastic measures he goes to, which are self-destructive, right? Which in many ways, what the ultimatum he gives Patrick are detrimental to his ultimate goal of making music. But at the same time, in the nature of this story, makes sense because it's in a way forcing him like on one level it's it's kind of highlighting the fact that his friend is going to ignore his desire to be alone and continue to be in his life knowing that that's going to kill his art career right but he turns it up a notch to symbolize that that death of him taking away from this person he considers to be a friend taking away from his ability to create create art when he has the ultimatum that he is going to cut off his fingers every time he speaks to him right until he has no fingers left and he's completely unable to play his fiddle right just like almost symbolizing what calm feels Patrick is doing to him, right? Symbolizes that when he, in those moments where he's trying to have conversations and take his time, he is not able to, he's taking him away from creating art and to symbolize that taking away the art that he could be creating. He is physicalizing that, in removing his fingers obviously drastic obviously adds to the dark comedy of this whole thing and just it just kind of brutal right kind of brutal also kind of like a self-destructive nature that i can relate to as well there's a lot of aspects of calm that i i really relate to sadly it's like it's a, a kind of eye-opening how that type of person in my that person in myself is in many ways self-destructive right instead of trying to find a balance which is probably what he should have done it's like yeah we can hang out but i still want to make time for this thing so we're just not going to hang out as much instead of just cutting everything cold turkey right like he could have tried to find a balance instead of just blindsiding this person he considered to be friends 
and then being perceived as being mean, which, yeah, he's, I mean, he's being selfish. He's being mean in that way. And then to go through those drastic measures, which a lot of people thought was just a, a threat, you know, just like, you know, but uh, when he starts to do it, it's like, oh, he, he means it. And it's like, you can tell it's, it's, it's that type of dark comedy where it doesn't mind taking it to that next level which I appreciate. I appreciated that as well. Uh, and also there's, you know, fun characters. We have Patrick's sister who's there. There's some old lady that uh, is is almost like this. She almost like feels like a witch in some way. Like in some ways she feels like she is manipulating situations. Um, not overtly, but it kind of seems, it sh- I don't know, she's kind of ominous. And then also there's this kid, Dominic, who is the son of the one police officer, I assume who is an alcoholic who beats his kid, right? But he's like this sweet kid who is in, he was in, played by Barry Coogan, who was in Dunkirk. He's great in Dunkirk. He's good in this. He kind of plays somebody who's, you know, a little bit, um, you know, I guess, lacking in the mental. Like, he's definitely somebody that's kind of, he acts kind of like an abused pet in some ways. Uh, he was in The Green Knight. He was in The Eternals. I haven't seen that. He was in Batman. The Batman? I didn't see him. I guess this is a small part in that. Uh, American Animals, which is a great movie. Dunkirk is great. This dude's been in some good stuff. Um, and he's good in this. He's like, you know, you care about him. Because he is like that abused dog like he's his dad who's a cop which and he play the cop is like typical cop you know harassing people bullying people doesn't like to have his uh, abuses highlighted how he treats uh padrick when padrick uh talks about how he beats his kid you know I do enjoy his comeuppance that he gets. And it's like, in those moments, you see that, like, despite Calm doing these drastic things, stepping away from a friendship, focusing on his art, and kind of seeing how Patrick is being beaten up in many ways, emotionally, physically, um you can still see that like there's still that care like he just doesn't it's not that he doesn't care about this guy that used to be his friend but you know it's it's different it's changed let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of inspired disorder plus so you go inspireddisordercom slash plus sign up five dollars a month you get to binge the full week of the ray taylor show ad free you get to watch all of the live painting videos i do you get a special members only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that i sell you also get the complete 
podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced, hundreds of episodes, countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, so I don't know. I enjoy it's like a simple movie, not a whole lot of characters, uh, you know, basic, set, simple premise, unique premise. Not only seeing a movie where it's friends having a breakup, but to be set on some island in Ireland during the early 1900s. You know, all of those things, I think, add to the flavor. It's a beautiful movie like this. It's it's weird how the romantic idea of living in a small town on an island like I would love to live there. But I also know that the reality of living there, I would hate to live in a small town because that just you you feel like it would be because there's less people you it feels like you would have more alone time to yourself to work on your art but in reality you are like just there's so much focus because there's only a few people and everybody knows what everybody's doing which is one of the aspects of this movie it's like everybody's concerned why these friends are no longer friends like what happened and it's like everybody in town it knows it's just like it it's it's you you have the complete opposite of what you would think you would have the complete opposite of privacy because there's only a few amount of people versus if you were in a major city you have the ultimate privacy nobody knows who you are or cares who you are there's just way too many people but there's that weird idea that romantic idea of living a simple life in a small town the charms of it but also knowing the reality would be the complete opposite but i don't know i really did enjoy this movie uh and uh kind of surprising i you know despite planning on to watch this movie despite the fact my memory of watching in Bruges wasn't my favorite movie, but I did enjoy other movies that uh, McDonough has done. I was tentative, I guess you could say, to watch this, even though I heard good things. And then once I start, it just it's it's like it has, it, despite it being like a dark comedy, it has a charm to it. You know, very similar in a lot of ways that Dom, the charm of Dominic. Right, there is a charm to this movie. Um, and it's just it's just a, a, a simple movie, a fun little ride that goes a little off the tracks on purpose, right, with the self-mutilation aspect of it, which then turns into, like, things just kind of fall apart, right? It's, it's a movie where there's this split, and then in an effort to forcibly try and fix that, ends up making it worse, causing everything to fall off to where his sister moves because she there's nothing there for her, which 
affects uh, Dominic, who has a crush on her, which his tragic end, then also kind of Patrick's needing companionship, finding that in the animals and bringing them into the house after his sister leaves, especially after the donkey dies from choking on the finger, right? There's like things just kind of fall apart and it ends up turning what before the movie was a friendship then during most of the movie was just kind of this split in friendships this breakup this awkward breakup in a lot of ways and then turning into the th- a thing where this the stakes get risen to the point where it becomes a feud right where these people who were once friends are now enemies because the stakes kept getting risen and unintended things happened like it's not like calm intended on killing the donkey just so happened you know when he threw the fingers at at Patrick's door the donkey got a hold of one and choked on it and you know what he does to get revenge is crazy and seemingly would be an opportunity for them to put it behind them but it wasn't enough it wasn't enough for Patrick and it's like an ongoing feud like almost you could almost do a sequel to this movie where it even goes to the next level I don't know how good that would have been I think this is kind of a perfect little movie and again makes me want to see more of uh, Martin McDonough's films if he's done at least five i should be doing i might do a, a top five of his movies to it so i can just watch all of them and uh see which ones i like a lot more than others and i think this one i wouldn't be surprised if this one was close to the top of that list uh because i really did enjoy it and uh would highly recommend checking it out the banshees of inishiran which even the title is the title of the song that that calm was working on um even though there's no banshees on Inishirin, but uh, he loved the the sound, how the the sound repetition of of how that sounds. Um, but yeah, a good a good movie, you know, a fun dark comedy where you watch everything fall apart, and uh, you know, just it, it doesn't end good. It doesn't end good, but in like the best way, I would say. Uh, so check it out, the banshees of Inishirin. Highly recommend it. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.